We're just starting from right here. All right. I'm yeah. retarded. <laughs> <laughs> For those Do you just need to get your in, intro? Nah, it's all right. <laughs> we don't need right. to play the you intro You can overlay again. the intro in the uh, editing afterward. <laughs> oh, boy. That's how big of a nerd I am, is I, I know how to... <laughs> overlay an intro yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah, okay, well... Editing stuff. We're restarting the Run Your Mouth podcast for a third time. <laughs> no, it's great, here. man. It's great. Because I failed to press the record button. I'm here with uh, good pal Jordan Raybold, fellow hey, comic, up, smart fellow, graduated from Yale. Well, you don't need to tell people that. They're... Unemployed, nonetheless. So <laughs> it, 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 it didn't do him any good. Hey, we're in the same living room right now, so... <laughs> Yale degree is mostly just a cross to bear. You know what I love? You had that really great story. I don't know if you're still telling stand-up of when you fell asleep under a conference room table. Yeah, I only do that when the show matters. Oh, okay. That's I only like, do that bit when shows matter. That's I like will when not, you're and if bits. I'm doing like, And if I'm doing like 30 or 40 minutes, because right. you can't... I mean, you can open with anything, but like it's just a long story that like... I mean, you know the shows we do. These yeah. people have ADD. They can't pay attention at all. They're not really, they're like barked in or like barely they sent They got to be tapped in. into your So you have to like grab them by the balls and, and like throttle them with just like punchlines. You can't do like, yeah, oh, let him a whole a bunch. Bit right, right. That involves Wait, so you what was listening. your, you, you were in eye banking yeah. and then you were just like, fuck this. I have no interest in working a real job. Yeah, absolutely. And then you started doing comedy. Yeah, I, I well, so I, I got super depressed, and uh, man, if anyone ever listens to me, they're like, this guy has four stories, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I just got super depressed, and I, like a year in, I was miserable to be around. I can't stress how awful I was to be around to like, well, my girlfriend at the time and my family, I was, uh, like, everything was nihilistic, I believed in like nothing, and just like super dark, and just get on the phone and be like, you know, there's no God. It's like the war. I was You're like a little war. goth teenager. Yeah, I was a goth teenager, but wearing a lame ass. No, suit. so that's what I, you went through all of high school as a good kid. Yeah, then yeah. you got into the Ivy League school. You were still a good kid, and then you went through your teenage years when you got out of college. <laughs> so I was super depressed, and I um, remember like having a moment where I was like, all right, you have two options. You just have to accept what you're doing and like right. you need to just like not be depressed. You need to like be like this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it the best of my ability and then I'm going to like enjoy my enjoy my time outside of work as much as possible. Uh or you change careers or like completely um refresh everything. What was so much like to me cuz I SATs I didn't show up to high school at all <laughs> SATs is not something I sat down and studied for college was a fucking disaster it took me six years and I didn't do well um, and I wasn't even like having fun partying I just couldn't swing sitting yeah. in a classroom doing school but going from like classroom which I guess he excelled at what was so much different about working that that was a bug out for you I think a classroom you're working I felt like I was working for myself so I felt like uh, I dude I have like a really I can't do anything for anyone else right. I just I can't I have a really bad... You see, I'm so the opposite, because when it came to classroom, it was like, listen, I know this has nothing to do with what you're ever going to do with your life, but you have to sit here, you have to take this test, whereas if I'm gonna, if you're going to pay me, I'll do fucking anything. Like, you just you just bought my time. I'm good. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can't buy my time, I guess. Oh, I just I'm, get I'm really... the opposite. The yeah, second I... you're paying me, it's cool. You can give me orders. I'm fine That's with that. That's why you're going to be a professional, and I'm going to be a bum. It's <laughs> because, like, you, I'll do it for a little bit. I got a little bit of that in me, right. but then I reach a point where... Dude, it also depends on the job. Like, if yeah. it's a job, like, if someone gave me, like, a, a writing job, and I felt like, like, I just need to feel like it's for me. Like, the okay. only way you can get me to do, like, good work is if it's, like, been right. accepted into the back of my head that it's for me. Like, okay. three layers into my you dream. You need some yeah. real sick son of a bitch of a manager who can really seduce you into thinking, like... This is all for you. Yeah. This is all for you. Yeah. You need someone who can really sell right. you on this right. is right. for I, you. Because I have trouble... I just have trouble doing it for... I've been there. My last my last job, I in part, I quit because I was like, I'm not going to have a manager. Like, yeah. I'm not having someone tell me what right. to do. I'm, I'm not right. doing that. 
I'm just not doing that. But I also think that's a consequence of being like 22 to uh, 24 years old. I mean that you're well. just too much of when an I, ass. When I had that, like, well, you know, when I had that Wall Street job, like I was first. That's the first job out of school I had, and I never worked for anyone prior to that. I'd had uh, a lot of jobs, but those are all like two or three months summer jobs or yeah. school. Like I always had a job during school to pay for stuff. So it's like there's also there's not that much consequence that like which is good. You're not locked into the system. You don't have kids. You don't have a wife. Yeah. So you're able to be like fuck this. Whereas if you right. show up every day and you know if you say fuck this, your kid's not gonna be able to go to college <laughs> you know what i mean you can swallow your pride a little more yeah if you have that's if you have consequences it's a lot easier i think to show up or if you have like these massive student loans which i fortunately did not um but yeah it, i would actually would literally tell people towards probably the set so it was two, i worked there for two years probably like the second year i would i would just like openly talk back to my boss but then here's what's hilarious is they couldn't even get they couldn't even fire me forever and that's how little power they had why is that no, because they're just associates. So they're like just like me. Oh, but so like, your direct boss couldn't fire. Yeah, you he couldn't do anything. He'd have to like, go through like seven layers. And of then people the, his to direct boss couldn't you. fire me. The only way they could fire me is if they got it up four more levels. Right. But like up four levels, they don't really care about, about some junior uh, yeah. associate. So I would just talk. I'd be like, I'm I'm gonna go home now. And, <laughs> and the guy would be like, What? And I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm, leave. I'd be like, I'll finish. I'm not gonna do this now. I'm gonna go home. Right. And I just get up and leave. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. Like they didn't like. Because they, they couldn't even register. That it you were couldn't register that someone like, would just be like, no, fuck thank you. you I'm making it out of here. Yeah. I'm going and this out. is at 2 a.m., man. So I, this isn't like. Oh, well, I was working reasonable. 9 a.m. until 2 a.m., 3 a.m. quite right. regularly. Well, so this is at 2 a.m. at that point where this guy's like making me swap what side of fucking charts on right. from the right to the left side. And he's already done it three times. I'm just like, dude, we're going to be dead someday. Who gives a shit? This is going to end up in a wastebasket. I this thought isn't you were a badass until you said 2 a.m. I thought that was, oh, like, no. a, I thought no. that was like 1030 in the morning. Like you sat no. down with your coffee no, and Danish. And they- well, I started getting really bad. Uh, I would st- tell tell the short version of when you decided <laughs> to take the nap. Okay, all right. Well, I feel I feel I've quit. I hate telling bits and no, you don't have to do stuff. the bit. All Just right. tell the, we'll the short it. version of but here. Here's a the short version is that like so. If you, I don't know if any of your listeners know anything about no, they don't know you. banking. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're a bunch of idiots. It's they're only tuning- Wall Street guys listening to this. They're tuning desk. in for my take of politics. Don't worry, they're not geniuses. All right. I mean, you don't Sorry. have to be. Why am I offending the 50 people who actually <laughs> tune in for my show? They're idiots, all of them. You're the yeah. smartest people. Your mothers love you. God loves you. They Keep have on great listening. bodies. All of them are just jacked. I think you're sexy as fuck. So That was to Jordan. You're all filthy pigs who listen to this. <laughs> Go for it. So working on Wall Street, like you, I would typically work like 80 to 100 hours a week. And fuck. I'm not exaggerating that number at all. I know some people be like, I worked a ton this week. They, I don't know if they actually, anyone else... Is really truly doing eighty to one hundred hours a week, unless they're like a business owner or, or Asian have, or Asian, <laughs> and their their second gig is collecting cans on the street. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> I would be I was so tired all the time, and like the thing about that job is that there are like downtimes, but they just come in random points in the day. So it's not like you still have to be at work. You can't just be like it's at like. 2 p.m. and I just gave I finished all the work that they had at that moment. That's the worst. And feeling. it's just a log jam up top. But other jobs are just like it finishes and they they have until 5 or 6 p.m. to give it to you. But here they have until they finish reading it to give it to you. So you have to just wait for it, and you never know when they're going to get back to you. So like if you're not doing any work, like you just are wasting your time. And they also it's fr- it's frowned upon to like go to the gym or something. Or like go to step like, out for a couple yeah to minutes, go step yeah. out like you could step out for like fifteen minutes or thirty minutes right but you know not enough time to be like 
well, I'm going to go run an actual errand or live my life, and then I'll be back here at 4 p.m., and you can keep my until That was what drove me the most nuts about my last... I was actually really good at my last job, and I felt like if they would let me just make a sale a day and leave, which is high performance level, I would have done that. The problem is, like, no matter how good I performed, I was still stuck yeah. there not, like... And then you had some weeks where, like, you really had life that had... Especially if you're trying to do comedy newsroom this that, yeah. that like if they would have just given me an hour or two back on some of those days and literally i wasn't gonna get work done because i'd already done my job i had a sale you know what i yeah. mean yeah and it, that that's the part that just drives you nuts where it's like you're just keeping me here because for the can. sake of, it's just yeah. this facetime thing and actually i was listening to this like brazilian manager this guy's like a, a billionaire in brazil and i should know his name he's like world famous like one right. of the greatest um Business people? Business people in Brazil. Sorry, I was burping. And um, he was saying that the way he structures his company is if as he tells you, say, how many things do you want to sell this month? And you go, oh, I think I can sell 20 things this month. And then he goes, okay, cool. Just sell 20. And if you sell 20, you're good. He doesn't make you sell 25. And he doesn't make, And if you sell 15, then like you know they'll have a conversation and be like, what do you got to do to sell 20? That kind right. of thing. But he doesn't want you to sell more because if you sell more, then that just creates like a production problem for the people who are doing like in the factory that's interesting. or in, on that side who are actually like executing well, I, things. I've had that. So he doesn't care. You can work wherever you want. And right. that's, I don't know why I wish we terrible, structured stuff more like that. It's a terrible feeling in sales. Firstly, I've joked that like, um, if you just told people get this done and you can leave, you wouldn't need managers. You know what I mean? It's the fact that like it's so undescribed how much <laughs> work you have to idea. get done. That sounds so crazy in America to be like, get this done and you can leave. I mean, everyone would finish work yeah. before 1 p.m. That's it. Nobody would do more. Why would you? You would just we fucking don't, leave. But we, nobody, we don't work like that. It would we be like, the ultimate incentive. You would just I mean, sit down, get it done, fucking leave. I know some jobs are are uh, like time, like you have to have like a secretary or you know some jobs you have to be there from like a certain hourage. But there's a lot of jobs where it's not like a sales job. Yeah. There's no reason, like, if you get the sales you said you'd get done. That's but it. But then also, as soon as you hit that number and you can do it with any ability, then they're like, oh, you got 20? Let's see, 23. Well, that is the worst feeling in the world is when you when you had a specific goal. You're like, I'm going to work my ass off, hit this goal, and you hit the goal. And then you're like, oh, I have another four days this week. And then they're like, why the fuck aren't you selling? And you're like, oh, my God. You uh, just want to tear off uh, your skin. Yeah. All right, yeah, back to brutal. the story. All right, so, so back to the story. So this job, of an office. this job has no widgets, yeah. um, for me at least, at the analyst level. So it's just like whenever people give me work, I just have to do it. So right. it'd be like downtime. So I would I, I got in the habit of, uh, well, there was two crazy things I do, but I'll just tell one of them is. One of them is I would like. I would go like take a nap because I was only sleeping honestly like anywhere from three to six hours a night every night. I would work Saturday and Sunday too. Jesus. Dude, I don't like I don't get tired of of working. Like I mean, my girlfriend just dumped me because she's just like you just would rather work than be Did around me. Did you sleep me. in but, shitters at all? Was that one of the places? I, I feel like that would have been. people would take naps there, but it, no, people would find too many people. Too much traffic. Oh, too many people needed to take shits yeah. if you're trying to hold up a stall like that. You're holding that. up a stall. There's only like three stalls, let's say. And then also people kind of know. They see your feet. Right. And they know like all What's that. What's the weirdest and position only... you ever spotted someone like passed out in? Oh, I mean, so, sometimes you just like, I mean, people just fall asleep during meetings because they just couldn't right. possibly like keep their eyes open. Like analysts just couldn't keep their the eyes open. The funniest part about that. this to me is that there's so many people looking for jobs. Why don't these companies just hire more people? Like, why do you want to exhaust the people that you have till the point where they're quitting or falling sure. asleep, standing up? It's like, I, I don't get yeah. it. Uh, I think the reason is because they feel like they're investing in you and they don't want to like, I think also the hazing aspect of it. Because if they did that, then it wouldn't be, 
Like it wouldn't be walls. Like it wouldn't. They have want that, that super. They want loyalty that limit. They want to yeah. limit the amount of people that can get it. They like getting a job there is very difficult. Right. They make it like so difficult. They and want, of course, because they want you to want to do it. Because anytime you can just get into like a club. They want to keep it sexy. Yeah, and it keeps okay. it kind of sexy. And then you get there, and everyone's fucking fat and gross and a loser and has no personality. Right. So you're like, this is terrible. Um. So I I would like there was like this this like training room floor. That like nobody ever was very. It was only filled up like for like the two or three weeks a uh, year that they were like training analysts, and then probably another two to three weeks, and they were training associates or direct, whatever. It was very, very infrequently filled up, and there was this huge conference room there, and I would always like knowing this, I would make that my like nap spot in the middle of the day Beauty. when I needed to catch some Z's. So I would um, sneak to that into that empty conference room, and I did this probably like 30 or 40 times and I would sleep underneath like that. There was a table. I would sleep underneath in the middle just in case. Cause sometimes security guards would walk by and you don't want them to see you just cause I mean, they aren't going to do anything really. Was that part of their job? Making sure no one's sleeping on the job. Yeah. It's just a bank to make sure no one's like doing anything right. illegal or anyone's breaking in. I think I'm not, they're not really going to sleep. Police with yeah. A whistle. They're, they're, <laughs> uh, they, if they see you sleeping, they actually might be like, uh, Hey, you can't, you gotta, you can't do that here right. or something. Keep it classy on that floor at least. So that floor is. So I would sleep one time. So the story is like one time, um, I was taking my nap and just like the middle of the day, fell asleep, and then when I woke up, like a whole meeting had started. <laughs> like, so you were just surrounded by legs. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just opened my eyes and I just saw like ten, <laughs> like ten people around, just twenty legs all around the table, and like, well, you know, when you wake up in a foreign place like that, and it's. You just panic. So I just jump out and freak out. And I was like, <laughs> just looking so like insane and wild eyed at everyone. And they all freak out like a woman threw her coffee against the wall. Cause I literally jumped out. <laughs> the dude in the front, like dropped the stick he was holding. And he was like, where'd you come from? <laughs> Did the guy who was holding the stick know who you were? No, these people have no idea who I am. Uh, so I just, right. I don't know any of them, but right. I just like, they were like, everyone was so scared. <laughs> they thought like you took a portal through space. Yeah, and just arrived there like out of nowhere. And the table's so big. I could sleep in the middle. Right. And so it was like the meeting just started. The meeting had been going for like on 25 for, minutes. Yeah. For like 25 <laughs> minutes. I was like a corporate spy who like, yeah, had gotten you're, information. you're like, Hey, table's all set guys. <laughs> not gonna have to worry about any repairs. What, uh, all right, before we get into some news, I feel like you, you had some dating something. Oh, we're, I mean, we're just talking right. a little bit about Bumble. Yeah, I'm do sorry. You like, do you like Bumble? Uh, is that you your spot? I, mean? I it, it, like it's it's. I mean, how do you meet people? And and also like doing comedy, like the one way is just like go be funny on stage, and then girls talk to you after the show. That's right. like probably honestly like the best way. And, Easiest uh, route. And I always remember that that's like probably the route to take is if you're just I like really up, good. I pick up numbers of chicks that are so far out of my league being funny on stage. Yeah. And then every single time I just never text them. It's usually. What are you doing? Why? What? It, oddly enough, it seems to consistently happen where like I'll pull a number and then that week I have the most insane busy schedule. And then by the time like yeah. things die down. You're just like, oh, that was like a week ago. I'm not. Gonna yeah, the that. zest has died. There really is like a window, even on those like app things. There's like a window of like a week to two weeks where you have to meet, or else it's just not gonna happen. It's also I, I, when I was getting up consistently at LOL. That's when I was definitely like now I'm just at the yeah, pair. but that it's would not be as often that there are chicks like I mean, there. That you, you just have like up. trolls coming back there. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking about like the looks. I'm just talking about. Like you get literally some hot college the people who are there every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, you do. I'm just saying, like the people there are like usually monsters. Yeah, like they're not. 
there to have fun. The other thing that changed when I when I was more of a drinker. So like, it, let's say you got up first on a show, and like you notice some hot chick, you kind of start picking on her a little bit while you're on stage, or you kind of get it going. Yeah, sure. So then you can hang out to the end of the show because they're like, <laughs> "Fuck it, I'll just have another beer. I'll hang out and yeah. then I'll talk to this chick." Now I get off stage, I'm like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yeah, I'm not waiting 45 minutes to uh, talk yeah, to some yeah, hot chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like in the off chance she'll be interested in me? Yeah. You're also if you're hanging out at LOL, there's pizza. other comics there, so it's gonna be like entertaining, perhaps. I guess it's like comics down there, but yeah. I don't know. No, I understand. And if you're all right, so Bumble's your Bumble's your. Uh, game. I've been using that, but I, dude, I don't even. I just wish it was. It's just horrible because you have to like schedule when you're yeah. meeting, and it just removes all the sexiness of of that inner of the interaction. It's I like almost like you're like trying to like you're a secretary if you're dick or something. That's it's horrible. Funny. That's not bad. Uh, I, I think the best way to use them, and I don't use them at all, is that night. You text yeah. them the night that you want to hang out, like, and that's it. And yeah, if, and maybe there's a follow up if they're like, "Hey, I'm not free tonight." So then the next time you want to, I find you try and get their number to then make plans. By the time you're making the plans, it, no one's interested anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to happen so quickly, or else it's just like it's it, over. It's all over. It's all over. And the first, the bumble is just like an onslaught of like. There's just too many. It's like too many options. It's like that. Like. I don't know, some like point in like a Malcolm Gladwell book. You go in, there's like a hundred different types of mustard. And you don't know which one you should get. Right. And uh, That's because you're you. If you looked at my phone, yeah, there's like three people yeah. and they're chubby. That's uh, it. There aren't right. that many options. You're right. I am a giant you douche. Can, you can pick between three <laughs> different colored sweaters on the same chubby chick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got, some, we got some fun news stories this week. Wait, I just want to make it clear oh, yeah. that sure, do I match with them? Yes. But then none of them want to sleep with me when they meet me. <laughs> Why not? Where, where do you lose them? Just being um, you. <laughs> yeah, just being me. Uh, just like uh, belligerently talking about like things that I know are like, dude, I'm also like 29 now, so I'm like so bored. With a 22-year-old. I just like going, yeah, I don't know what happened. I talk, I just got standards somehow in the past like three or four years where like once upon a time I could just say yes to anything they wanted. Right. It was like improv class. Like if a girl could have any opinion, she could be like. You'd on board. Now you're going to yeah. fight them. You're like, that was fucking stupid. I'm going to tell you why that's stupid. Yeah. And then they're not turned on Yeah, anymore. yeah. It's not a turn on. I'm kind of like, I don't know if that's true what you said there. Yeah, they don't want And like right they before want they'd be back. like, Jews control the media. and be like, like yes, yes, they do. And they're doing a great job. Me and you like, need I, a team up yes. to do something about that. We yeah. would make a great team. You know that? <laughs> what, what, what do you think they're doing wrong? Because I'm going to put an end to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would do that kind of thing. I would just be willing to try to hook up with them. Did it turn off? Yeah, but we'll get a first take. It's not. I don't think we lost that to now yeah, have to start again, which would be no, a disaster. No, no, no. Of course. Um, <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I, for me, it's kind of changed in terms of going out. I don't really want to go out and drink anymore. You know, like I, I, I quit was, drinking. Years yeah. So ago, what yeah. do you like? What's a date for you? I don't even know what you do on a date if you're not oh getting hammered till you actually think the chubby chick you're with is good looking, and then someone makes a <laughs> reckless decision. That's the only thing I know. About it. Like, dude, yeah, it's it is really difficult. I think that's uh, another thing is that I don't drink, and so it's just like it's impossible. What are you the supposed to do? Activity is gone. Everyone's like, let's get a drink. I'm not gonna do. Hey, that. you want to go have a glass of water? I, and you know what? I <laughs> just say I'm not gonna. Yeah, and, and then also like just like that kind of self selects for the type of person. You want to walk like around and have some. Coffee, <laughs> and then you're really in the relationship zone. Yeah, no, that's There's it. No, it's a, no booze means you're in the because yeah. then they kind of slip up and they're like they get horny and they're like okay they're more likely to hook up with you. But if you're sober, it's just like their wits are about them. They can't fall for Forget any of your that. clever games. I don't have a sex drive when I'm sober. I can't expect some <laughs> chick to. to they be start realizing it. the things I'm saying are giant red flags, Listen. whereas before they just coast right past them. I am losing my hair. 
I got yellow teeth. I'm chubby. I need a dark bar. You're that chubby, man. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, but I need a dark bar after midnight with people drinking or I'm not yeah, getting laid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, you know what else ruins getting laid is that you have to be close to where you're drinking because if you get on a fucking subway with it's those over. bright lights, it's over. that is it's over. over. That's why, by the way- 40 minutes, you're like, yeah, let's go to Bushwick. This actually moves no into- No way. That, this actually moves into this topic perfectly because I find if you're a chick, like I've heard this complaint, you're a chick- you go back to some dude's place and you're no longer in the mood. To me, like, I get that 100%. <laughs> There's no, like, if you come back, to, like, for instance, my place is a mattress on the floor. Like, <laughs> if you thought I was cool and then I swing open that door and you were expecting something romantic. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're living like a homeless There's person. There's one lonely lamp in the corner, no lighting. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to have to, I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know how many things, like when you finally get back to a place can go wrong, like they thought you were wealthier than you were. They thought your breath, breath would be better than you were. They, they thought like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. so many things that can become a turnoff. Like to me, it's not odd. I mean, it, it, to be honest, it hasn't happened to me that so many times, but I feel like that's like a hack thing. Of yeah. Like once they're back at your place and they're drunk, like, yeah, which, okay. Also my age, yeah. dude. What do you mean? Being like 29. And like an unsuccessful Your comedian. Your penis will just work anywhere? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that too. But yeah, being 29, it's like they kind of, if I'm dating or hanging out with girls who are around my age, they kind of start being like, so wait, you you have like three roommates? And like, this one, what the right. fuck is going on? They're like, yeah. And then with me, that kind of like doesn't make sense based on when they, all the external things they know about me. So they're just right. like, what the hell is this? That's an odd one because... Like, some people kind of respect the starving artist thing, yeah. and, like, they get it. They're like, oh, yeah, you're trying to do your thing. That's what that lifestyle is. Yeah. And then for other people, it's just the biggest turnoff. Right. Well, some or some people, I find a lot of, just in general, a lot of girls, they kind of, like, they like the starving artist as an idea. Oh, until they're and hanging out And then the reality of it is when they right. get lost, because then they're just like, this is not. Right. This it's, is, so you can't just go to brunch, and you're like... Yeah, I really can't spend $14 on two eggs. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It becomes sexy until you're like, can yeah. we eat ramen again? <laughs> oh, my God. You're following your passion? Yeah. It, it loses its appeal quickly. Um, all right. So out in Montana, and what's fun, I, I don't follow usually Montana elections all that much. Oh, yeah. But what's I do. Next do you really? No. What's fun about Montana elections is you watch their political ads, and they'll be like, "You think that guy loves guns? I love guns." Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's like That's the best. Even the even the Democrat. I mean, the Republican won in the uh, um, for Congress, but even the the Democrat out there is dressed like a cowboy, and his ad is him shooting guns at like a television. I love that stuff. I love. Are you I a gun guy stuff. at all? Uh, I don't really like guns. I've shot him one time at a range, and to I was me, like, it's the funnest thing in the when world. When I shot him, I was like. Uh, this should be illegal. Really? Why do you I, think I mean, it was dude, you could just feel the power. The thing is in your hand. You're like, I could kill everyone here. I mean, I know there's a guy right next to me, but like, I can just turn just 90 degrees and just shoot the guy next to me. You shouldn't be able to kill people just by like tweaking your finger. What I was most shocked by when I only shot guns You should once. have to kill people with knives. <laughs> you should have to feel the blood right. pour onto your hands. You can't just like yeah. be... It's a magic when, stick, dude. When I was, I shot guns once. One of the guns I shot was like the legal version of the uh, M16. I think like the AR7. I, okay. I don't know what they're called, whatever. The guy, it was an ex-soldier. He set it up on like one of those tripod stands on um, mm-hmm. on a railing. All I have to do is put the thing up against my shoulder. I look through this little scope. Mm-hmm. I've never shot a gun in my life. And I'm just pulling that trigger, nailing the target every time. 
the fact that with zero training, you could take that thing, <laughs> go on top of a building and just pick people off like there's no tomorrow is crazy to me. With that being said, I'm very pro-gun. I think everyone should own fucking guns and they, they're a lot of fun. But that was a little wild to me. Just I how... wish you uh, you then led into like a, an ad reading for like a gun oh, company. Oh, this, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have enough listeners yet for uh, sponsorship, but hopefully we'll get there. So you got this guy, Greg, uh, how would you pronounce his last name? I don't know, Gianforte? I don't know. Gianforte? I don't know, man. I'm really bad with my reading skills. That's why I'm asking you. You got the Yale degree. So first, I cheated the whole time. All right. Did you really? No, I didn't. I never cheated much. <laughs> I should have. So first, uh, the first thing that was funny is in that election, they were claiming that he had a Russian connection because that's like the whole thing with mm. Trump now is, oh, Russia. You got to be afraid of Russia. Russia connections. The guy's worth, I think, like $25 million and he has 250 grand invested into Russian companies. Like, well, that's fucking pocket change. Uh, $25 million is not enough to like talk even about a Russian connection either that's like oh you mean that he he's 25 be, million that will get you nowhere right like, those are billion dollar or yeah you know, i'm not gonna give a but the headline makes you think million. like holy shit the republicans are really working with the yeah. russians now and then you read it you're like this is fucking pocket change what are you talking about this is not relevant in any way right and also 250k invested in a place i mean whatever okay i mean i would love to have that but i'm just saying in the grand scheme of things if is that's it? like 250k means I don't have to work for the next 16 years. No, I agree that for us that's a, f- a ridiculous that's amount. That's everything. I'm just but I'm saying in the world of investing, it's nothing. Like that's not even like 25 million. I mean that again for an individual person that's Right. I could only be so fortunate that I would even have a fraction of that. But it is but pocket change. It's pocket. You can't get even like they they won't even let you like walk into the doors at like JP Morgan with right. that you're much like, money. You're like you're like <laughs> you're first becoming a whale at a hedge fund. Yeah. Like I got a guy with 25 million. You're like, "All right, that's a decent account." Yeah, well, even that they'll like not even you're not going to talk to the head of the hedge right, fund. But you can't call you're up gonna on a down to day. Me. That's who you're right. going to talk to. You're going to talk to like the guy who's been there for like 3 years. You call in on a down day yeah. with 25 million. They're like, "All right, whatever." The I mean, 25 million guy's angry. Tell him he can pull his money out. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Here, I'll write him the check right now. Just give him the fuck out of this office. Okay. Yeah, they don't. That's, so the senator for Montana, he's at, um, I don't even know what the event was. It sounded like it was some sort of like a conference meeting, um, and there's a bunch of his supporters there. So this guy from The Guardian, he shows up, and I'm going to read the quote. Ooh, I'm a big fan of The Guardian, though. Do you, you like The Guardian? Generally, yeah. What do you like about him? Um, I like the guy who uh, published the Snowden stuff. Right, okay. Huge Other- fan. What's his name? Uh, Greenwald, Glenn Greenwald. Huge fan of Glenn Greenwald. That guy's the truth. Yeah, The Guardian and... Um, I like the the Guardian, and I think the the Intercept are both. Is it the Intercept? No, the Independent. I think, which are both out of the UK. But what's weird about both of them is like they seem to get news stories that no one else has. Well, it's because the other ones don't want to touch it, and I don't think I think it's because they have like the other the other uh, newspapers are run with uh, like via ad revenue, and then on top of that, oh. like Washington Post and all those places are very wary. Or New York Times are sometimes wary of publishing like super dicey articles because then they could have their access to politicians cut off. Right. Like whatever writer it's a bad publishes that move for them, yeah. Right. It's just, I mean, it's the same way in sports. Which who gives a shit about like getting a scoop in sports? But right. in the grand scheme of things, but in like politics, if bigger. you like badmouth a bunch of like NBA players, then they're just not going to talk to you. Right. And it's the same thing with politicians. Right. So you have like a you have an interest in like like they'll actually run stories by. F- the FBI directors beforehand to make before, sure it's good with them to make sure it's almost like those places become the mouthpiece of the government. It's crazy. So I, I I do like the Guardian. They're a little liberal for me sometimes. But anyways, so this Guardian reporter he goes in there and he says, "I decided there was no harm in asking one question. The worst thing that could happen was they would tell me to go to hell." 
Okay. okay? So he goes in. He asks him the one question. What's and, the one question? Um, I think he wanted to ask me about healthcare reform. Something, uh, something actually. Now that I think about it, pretty reasonable. <laughs> like if you're running for Congress, you should have an answer to what you're going to yeah, do for yeah, healthcare yeah, reform. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be the thing. Like, how dare you ask me about healthcare reform? Yeah, yeah. That's not like. It's like, like can I guy, fuck your wife? Yeah. It's not like you know your 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 wife said you didn't pay child support, and how was that hooker you cheated on her with? Like yeah. get the fuck out of here. That's like sure. one of the questions that probably you should talk about at every event. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but anyways. He goes into play. He goes. I'm going to ask him the question. So he asks him the question, and we're going to play the audio. But from the, you got two sides of the story. The story that they were saying the Jeforty uh, side before he body slammed him and kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Was it? He was saying, "Hey man, now's not the time for questions." And then he pushed the recorder in his face, and then he got fucking body slammed. So let's listen to the audio, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, we can give opinions. I'm excited. We'll talk to you about that later. Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you have to Speak with Shane, please. But you don't. Sick and tired of you guys. The last time you came here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. By the way, Jafortzi sounds a lot. I think it's Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Doesn't he kind of sound like Dennis Quaid? I'm going to pull it back. The last time you came here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. All right, I'm gonna pause it there for a second. So I'll let you go first. You think uh, you think the Greg guy's out of line? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think you can just hit people. So, That's one of my yeah. favorite things about this country is you can't just hit people. I just like that I can walk around and people. You just, like, uh, that's a line for me. You can, like, say rude stuff to people, right. but as soon as it's, like, physical violence, that's so the funny. line. I'm taking the exact opposite, and I'm not a dude who gets into fights. Okay. I'm not a guy who ever wants to get hit, but I actually think the opposite of the fact that if you're going to act like a jerk to someone, that they can oh, hit man. you improve society because it means you can't just walk around acting like a fucking jerk. I mean, I don't think, but this guy's not being a jerk. If he's to a me, journalist, he's doing his job. To me, this is a bitch move. He shows up to a place where they know they don't want him to be. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to take my chances. He can't hit me. The law's on my side. I'll go get in his face and harass him because he's not allowed to do anything. So he's hiding behind the fact that society's made this thing where one man can't hit another man. I almost think that creates a better world. I'm not even. I'm not running a joke here. I'm I telling believe, you. I believe it. I've heard a lot of people have that opinion. I think that that that. Listen, you that's can, what journalists are supposed to do. Journalists should be absolute cocksuckers to politicians. They should disrespect every politician the second they're there. And politicians should. Are you're not allowed to hit anyone? That's why I don't know why people think all that does is like the yeah. biggest man in the world is then the is the president. That's dumb. No, no, that's that, bad logic. That's a, that's a stretch is from the guy. No, but even, or even the then the guy who's the biggest in the room is the guy who is the one in control. And then also all the you know no, what you the can, only point I like about yeah. yours is that it would keep all women out of power. That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took this in a very different direction. I'm not saying that. I think no, no. no. It, everyone's opinion should be respected. You should be able to have conversations. But okay. if you're straight up acting like a jerk. And someone hits you, like for example, like where's the line? I mean, I've never been in this, but you're in a bar and like a dude is just in your face. You're like, hey man, you're kind of in my face. You're really in my space, yeah. and like the guy just starts poking you or something. Are you like, where's well, the line where you're allowed to fucking hit well, someone? That guy just being a prick. Yeah, I mean, I if somebody does do, if somebody like puts hands on you, then that's a different beast for me. Or like, like we had a friend who will remain nameless because of potential legal trouble at a show recently, right. and a guy. <laughs> threw a beer in his face and and he hit him and then he hit him right so i think you're in the destroyed right destroyed him i absolutely yeah. i think that our friend who knocked that dude out 
That, I mean, you don't know. If somebody throws a beer in your face, their next move, you can assume, is to punch you in the right, face. Right, right, right. So, but, like, I just don't think you throw a beer. Also, like, fighting is so dumb. Like, what do you, what do you mean, 14? If you get in a, like, just, let's just walk different directions. I'm, like, too old to fight you. Right. I'm, like, the only thing I'll do is, like, anytime, one time one guy, like, challenged me to a fight outside a comedy show, and I was like, I'm not going to fight you. He's like, dude, no, fuck, you're being a pussy. I was like, no, you're, if you touch me, you're just going to hear from my lawyer. That's it. <laughs> I don't really have a lawyer, but, like, hypothetically. But coming from a guy who looks like yeah, you, I, I, yell, it sounds like you got a like, lawyer. Like it sounds like That sounds a like a good dial. threat. Yeah, absolutely. Dial. I'm always checking in with my lawyer. Well, friend. here's the other thing with this, Tim. He instantly, it sounds to me like he's fine, and since there's yeah. an audio recorder going, he's trying to like, because he instantly goes, you broke my glasses. Uh, oh, let's play it. He's probably a dweeb. No, but he's not just being a dweeb. It seems to me like uh, he Did, was trying was that to- the body slam right there yeah, or what? that was supposedly the body slam. It seems to me like he was almost goading the guy into hitting him, and then once he got hit, he's like, fuck, now I got the law on my side. And so yeah. he starts going, you broke my glass. I'm calling the cops. What are all your names? I need to know who your names are. And to me, it's like you're just being a bitch. If you're going to a place <laughs> trying to rile someone up to the point where they're going to hit you and then they hit you, like, yeah, you're we're fucking men. You can't fucking get in people's face and be a pain in the dick Maybe. and think like you're just protected from being hit. I think that's stupid. Well, I think there's a different there's a different context, though. In this context, that's fine. But if you and I are just hanging out as as private citizens right. at a place, at a loca- like anywhere, at a comedy show or at, let's say at a bar or... Uh, where I don't even know places people hang out. That's how big of a loser I've become. But <laughs> in public, where if do we're human beings go? Yeah. And some guy just comes up and he's just like, "Yeah, you fucking loser! You guys, you guys are douches!" And we're like, "Go away, man." That's like almost more a civil than just hitting. This the guy. is like a dude at a press conference. So what I'm saying though, in your scenario, if you walk up to the biggest guy in a bar and you go, "Hey, you fucking meathead idiot! I slept with your mother." I don't think you sh- the guy should get in trouble for hitting you. <laughs> I kind of a part of me agrees with that scenario more. With your with that almost yeah. Yeah, it doesn't shock me if that guy hits you. I, I think in any situation, if you're not surprised by the fact that the guy hit you, he shouldn't be in trouble for hitting you. <laughs> That's I kind of do like that argument. If you're not shocked when a guy uppercuts yeah. you, yeah, then yeah, you probably kind of did something. Like to I once had over a little bit. Yeah, I, I once had I was. I'm very anti-hitting people. That's why. I just never, think it's like creates this weird dynamic. I already told the like, story. Once in my life, I tried to throw a punch and fell on the floor. Okay. That's so, so funny. I'm not against it. How I'm, old were you? Uh, maybe 22, 23. That's I wasn't so, that young. And I'd taken boxing classes. So I was pretty oh confident when God, I went to throw damn. that punch. <laughs> How, what happened? Did you just, I, like, I, your I, brain just malfunction? No, what happened was I, I, it was a crowded room. I'll keep it short because I have told the story before oh, on yeah, the pod. Yeah. And it's probably the same 30 people. But I'm at a concert. Guy behind me is like just shoving me. My beard spilling on me. I yeah. turn around. I'm like, don't shove me. Guy keeps on shoving me. So I finally, I was like, all right, that's it. I got it. And like, I'm talking myself up in my head. I was like, that's it. I got to punch him. Yeah, yeah. So I turn around. I throw the beer in his face. Go to punch him. Slip on the beer I threw in his face. That's so funny. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Oh yeah, it was really bad. Um, but okay, here was another incident I had in the city. I was once, I was driving into the city. I spent like an hour trying to find parking in Midtown. Can't find parking. Have to take a piss. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. I have. It's awful. That is one of the worst Manhattan experiences. When you yeah. just have to pee so badly, can't find parking. Finally, I find an open spot, and there's a giant... The guy must have been a stripper. He's this big black dude <laughs> wearing high shorts, cowboy boots, cowboy this hats, could just cut be a guy off... in New York, unfortunately, though. <laughs> I don't know. I, it could be. But he literally had um, biceps like the size of my head. Yeah. So he's standing in a spot, and I, I, I'm just like in the worst mood, and I'm like, I'm starting. I'm just going to start some trouble. So I start pulling into the spot. He starts yelling at me, I'm saving the spot. Like, you can't fucking save spots in Manhattan. What do you mean yeah, you're you saving really the can't. spot? 
And he goes, I'm, he goes, I'm saving this spot. And then I was like, dude, you can't fucking save spots. He runs over to my car door. He opens up the car door, pulls back his hand about him. He goes, do you just fucking curse me? Who the fuck do you think you're cursing it? It was scarier than that because he had like, uh, I, no, I, I, this is, he had like the Nigerian, insane. he had the Nigerian oh, okay, accent. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck do you think you're cursing it? Like yeah, he, had, yeah. he was like, uh, um, and then I instantly just like dropped my whole act. I was like, hey man, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I'll, I'll, like he was so <laughs> he was so confused because oh, I was literally in a bad mood, so I was just like, I'm gonna start some shit, and then the guy turned on me, and then I turned on a dime, where I was just like, Yeah, you're right, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have cursed you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I said I was against guns earlier, but yeah. your scenario is making me four guns. Four now. guns that I should have. If you had a gun, that's a great equalizer on that scenario. But in that case, it's a terrible scenario. In that it's, case, it's a gun. Thank God. I, I mean, I didn't do enough maybe for that guy to hit me, but if he like, if you go around, you're fucking provoking people bigger than you. Well, why even? Pro- but that guy shouldn't have been saving the spot. You know what? You're right. I should he go shouldn't have been saving right the now. spot. What's your feel? He you was mean, breaking. He was bre- like just the convention. Like the parking spot is wide open for everyone. You don't get to just be like a big dude standing. standing. So like big people just get whatever they want all the time. I'm only like five ten. Right. That's like such a lie. But no, I'm not even. Yeah, How I'm not that big. Dude, everyone treats me different than they treat my little brother because he's six four. Just interactions on the street. People right. are more aggressive with me than they are with Brett. Okay. Who's and aggressive to you? I don't get any aggressive. I don't get aggressiveness, but people will not. Uh, no, just on the subway. Sometimes people are just like, you know, on the subway, people are just like pushy and stuff. It's because you live in Brooklyn. Maybe that's yeah, a Brooklyn that's thing. I think a component here is like you're on yeah. the train. All right, like people will never push my Let's brother. listen to the rest of the audio. All right. Yeah, let it, let it fly. The last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You, the last guy did the same damn thing. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> You'd like me to get the hot up here, I'd also like to call the police. Can I get you guys' names? Hey, you gotta leave. He just body slammed me. You gotta leave. Oh, that's great. That's but so to me, funny. he's just so ready to go. With the, my heart, my, my, these are broken. Horrible thing happened. Like, he's trying to get I mean, it all on the How bad you get tape. body slammed? That he seems, that he sounds like he's fine. Like, he just yeah, dusted I mean, I, it I'd off. Yeah, I'd imagine, like, I'm picturing, like, Hulk Hogan grabbing you from the crotch and doing, like, a 180 flip and throwing you actually on the ground. Right, that might have just been the, the media reporting. Like, because also, I mean, we watched that video with Trump. They said he shoved the guy. He didn't shove him. He used, like, a line-cutting technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, that one's ridiculous. It's hard to say without. I don't know, man. That, I mean, you should never hit anyone. If you're a politician, you've got to, like, how that guy will never be anywhere in politics if he can't even hold his temper after, like, one question. Right. I guess that's the other side of it is I also have never, other than that beer story, felt compelled to hit someone. So I almost can't really wrap my head around yeah. what kind of a dude that just for, like, if he's hitting this guy in this situation, yeah. think about who he must have hit in his of, wife. <laughs> you know, like, how much of a wife, nightmare? Like, his wife must be. <laughs> they're just going to hit people because they're not doing the things you want them to do. And in the case of. Uh, dude, he's a politician at a political. I give him. If better. this is in his lawn, if right. this is like in his lawn, I give him a little more leeway. Like, if you're at your house and some journalist is like banging on your door and yelling in your window, right. at you and your wife about whatever's going on. I think yeah, I that's just, different. I see it both ways. But I think like, like I feel like you're an, standing at a podium yeah. and people get to ask you whatever they want to ask you. And you can also be like pissed off and you can yell at them and tell them why they're wrong. Right. Do that. But, like, but you just can't hit them. them. You don't get to 
body slam people because you don't like right, questions? Especially because as a politician, your exact job is to use your words to try and influence people <laughs> to your way. <laughs> so the fact that someone asked you a question about healthcare and you panic to the point where you have to uh, hit them, <laughs> it seems like you might just not be suited for the job. Yeah, I, I think that guy was excited about body slamming someone from The Guardian. Right. Like I have a feeling the Guardian guy walked in. And Gianfranco or Franco or whatever his name is was like turn him into a wrestler. Probably like elbowed like his like advisors were like yo dude that guardian here guys here right yo watch this like that kind of was like dude I'm gonna I'm gonna body slam him and his and his advisors probably like ah, it'd be so funny if you body slammed him like jokingly and then it just got swept up in the moment. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Let's do it. Um. Okay. Next thing I want to talk about Facebook. So this guy he. It, this guy, there's like a male group, 1,500 yeah. people. I think they, they like to give each other support in trying to get out in the world and pick up women, maybe. Didn't really read the whole article. <laughs> That's always important when you're going to give commentary right, on right. something, right? Yeah. So he posts this picture of this giant chick that he had sex with. Did she know that the picture was being taken? That's my mm, question. No, but you can't see be seen in the picture. So to me, that's like a... Well, that's my... I have that... I I don't think you can record people doing um, having sex without their knowledge. I mean, that's illegal. Okay. Oh, you, but I would imagine that she knew that like picture was being taken. If she, she knew the picture think, was being taken, yeah. then like that's a different beast. I'm just it's saying also, if she didn't even yeah. know that. To me, dude, there was a kid in my at, if you uh, can't be in seen, college who got kicked out of school for that. What for? Recording? He was recording himself having sex with girls. It was this creepy Norwegian guy. Were they at least and, hot chicks? I I mean they're just I don't even I didn't watch the videos because it's illegal I think to well that's the funnest part is being on the jury of those cases <laughs> we got to prevent <laughs> yeah, I'm always trying to get on child porn juries because I'm like ah oh, I need to see right it's the only the only chance to see it you know what's <laughs> funny you're on that jury you're all excited and it's like the weirdest shit it's like the dude puking on chicks and like you're just like what the yeah. fuck am I watching here? I mean yeah it's not well produced she can't she can't be seen as far as I can tell okay. so if she can't be seen other than. So, okay, so we posted this comment. Um, I'm going to assume it was a picture. She knew the picture was being taken What or is recording. So this is this comment. He goes, um, what is the biggest whale that you have harpooned? I went through a tubby phase and landed this 130 kg beast. So what upset me the most is I've used that phrase harpoon, so I felt like I was less original. <laughs> that was the only thing that got me mad. I was like, fuck, I'm a fucking hack. <laughs> but then, so he's got this thing, and it's in a private group. Someone in the private group is offended by it, so they email Facebook saying, hey, you got to take this down. Facebook goes, it's in a private group. It's not for us to take down. So then the individual posts it publicly on Facebook and goes, hey, here's this horrible thing that was said in a private group and Facebook's not taken down. Shame on Facebook. So to me, anytime something offensive is said in a private location and then you go, hey, you got to know this horrible thing that was yeah. said in this private location, you're being the dick. Yeah, I, I think, well, there's uh, there's a lot of people being a dicks. I think that guy's being a dick. Right. I, I mean, all right, I'm going to operate on the assumption what he did wasn't illegal because I think that's important. It is. I think it's illegal to take pictures and take video of people. That people don't have rights. <laughs> <laughs> so let's assume she knew that there is some sort of recording yeah. going on. And uh, so I'm going to assume that. So like there's no illegality. Uh, some app running. It's the worst part about. I hate yeah. when the internet does this to you. Fuck. It just like starts playing a video in the middle. Yeah. Of it. I mean, that guy's a piece of shit for posting it. Right. Um, But I. I do. Th I think you are right about that. Like the guy who's in, like, okay, so this is a private group. We can assume like a private group can operate in the same way that a living room operates. Yeah, you can dude, say whatever you want. If you in the say some fucking shitty stuff, and, that's it. You say and some... as well, you should be able to say shitty pejorative stuff 
No, you'd be like, eh, it's shitty. You shouldn't say it, but you should be able to say it. That's what's fun about being with the couple friends that you have in life. I know. saying horrible shit like about other about people. Telling all like the bad stories of these awful things you did, and they assume you're not like the worst human in the world. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think that, but I think that guy then taking that out in public is really awful. That's like somebody screenshotting your private texts and, and then yeah. blowing you up on like, on like Instagram or sharing it with all their friends. Like so that's not fair to do to you because you had the you have the right to privacy on that. That's like that Donald Sterling thing. Yeah, we're on the same page here. Yeah, we're on the yeah. That bothered me. That bothered me so much just because I felt like, like no he's one a piece of shit. Donald right. Sterling has a long but history. But no one in the world wants to get held to that standard. No, like I'm actually a decent human being, but in jest, I'll say horrible things to my friends. Dude, trying to be funny or. Or provocative, yeah. yeah. Or trolly, I say no trolly one, stuff all day. No one in the world wants to be held to the standard that something that they thought they were saying in private, they are being judged on now in public. You yeah. can say things in private that just don't represent who you are. Like, that's not the real you. Yeah. That's the, I'm fucking, like, I. you could be mad and say something horrible in private. I don't think that's a representation of who you really are. No, I don't think that is. It's like the difference between, you know what it really, it's like the difference to me, if you're like uh, attracted to kids, but you never actually go out and, and fuck any kids, like you're a good person to me. You're a great person. Because uh, you could argue that, and we have argued, that like your sexual attraction you can't control. Right. So to me, if you're a dude, you could be a fucking racist in your own house. If you never go out in public and do racist shit, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You have a right to your privacy. You have a right to do what you're doing in a private group. If you're if you're taking that to then go, like make people, I don't know. I don't. I know understand it sounds kind of crazy, yeah. but I've I've always I always thought that was strange that people get like fired from their jobs for things they did in private. And again, I'm, I'm assuming that what they're doing in private isn't illegal. I'm, right. I think that's like an important distinction. But um, like I just think it's weird that like I mean being in the KKK certainly makes you a bag of shit. But if all you do is go to protests. Like, why can't you work at Walgreens and also be in the KKK? You shouldn't be in the KKK. But, like, why would you then people oh, why you should get Wal- fired? Why should Walgreens and again, fire you? Just because there? you're, like, at a rally. Right. I you shouldn't it, be at the rally, and I don't go to that rally. I guess it depends to me. But how why much, is your private, like, as long as at work you don't let any of that out? The question to me would That's be. That's like taking it to the extreme. How fun are those rallies that there's a reason <laughs> to be there other than just hating black people? Why? Well, <laughs> like, if, like, they, maybe they have, like, cotton candy and it's like a not carnival. Illegal, like, it's I get. It's not illegal. No, I see. It's no, like, why should it be? You mean, why, why should your I'm job a, again, have a right? This is assuming that they're not doing. Illegal stuff. I, yeah. Those people are terrible people and need to rethink their lives. But why can't you just be like, like being a horrible person isn't illegal, nor should it be. Right. If I show up to work every Monday, I'm sober and I get my job done stocking shelves at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should be allowed to hate black people as much as I want on my In weekends. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the flip and side, not even black people. Let's say hate white people so that it like right. sounds like. So the flip side to that, I, I think you're, you're a private company. And like, if you don't want to associate with people like that, and you find out that that's who they are, then you could be like, "Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to be putting money in your pocket. I don't want you in my store. It's bad for business." Okay. I get that. But is that should that be the role of a a company? I mean, should they be able to fire you based off your beliefs? Because then they could just fire you because you don't share the same political beliefs they have. I so think, let's say you're against. Yeah, uh, to me, I'm I'm kind of like, lurk- why can't I be against gay marriage and yeah. also be a lawyer? Right, so I'm I'm libertarian. I think companies should be allowed to hire. Again, I'm for gay marriage. I sound like such a piece of shit right now. <laughs> I get that, 
Like, just like that's, I just you're a fucking such an New York idea. liberal living out in the, the I know, depths dude. of Brooklyn coming off. Also, like, <laughs> all of my opinions are like, I mean, I, I don't do anything about any of my opinions. I just go and like yell people on stage. So, right. So this is kind of, crazy. I would love to be how, told how I'm wrong other than like, well, that's just wrong. That's just bad. I mean, yeah, it's bad. I don't do that. Right. But I think that like people, I think people should have, be, have a right to whatever awful opinions they want on the weekends. That's, what, weekends. that's what weekends were made for. I mean, that was what that woman, who was the woman who like Mike Huckabee, who like wouldn't allow people to get, um, she was not like, uh, approving gay marriage certificates. I didn't hear this. I don't remember this story. This is like, and like Mike Huckabee, like this is all during the election and Mike Huckabee came and stood by her side and was like, well, the government can't force her to violate oh, yeah, her religious yeah, but then she, beliefs. But then she got I was like, boot. actually, then she shouldn't, that job. She shouldn't take that job. Her yeah, problem yeah. was that you can be a homophobe after 5 p.m. Right, right. I agree. But during now, I remember that story. And I agree with you. 5 PM, That's your fucking job. Eight to five p.m. Your job is to sign marriage certificates in a state that legally said. That's and You it. could argue there's like a form of protest going on there, um, but I mean, I don't think that that your role is just to execute the law. Your right. job isn't so. To. In this case, Facebook ended up bringing it down, and Facebook out in um, the EU just created a law. It was in Germany. If they if they don't edit out fake news, right? Okay. Germany will start finding them $45 million for every incident. Now, what's going on is governments, they're trying to start treating Facebook like they're a news editor because they, they have like their algorithms. Yeah. Jeez. So if anything is what they deem to be fake news, they want that to now be automatically removed from Facebook. Now, what's crazy to me about that is that first and foremost, Facebook does some really shitty things. They're taking your data and there's also just data out there that Facebook makes people miserable. So government's not stepping into this Facebook situation going, hey, we got to protect people from Facebook. They're kind of stepping in there and going, oh, this is a vehicle where fake news can be promoted and we don't have enough control over it. So we're going to start fine. Like, it's the fucking Internet. Like, yeah, if people are believing something that's fake news, it's probably because there's some truth behind it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that actual story is fake, but there, there's enough truth in the narrative that people are going to read it and give it like, if, why do you, why do you have the legal system go after the people who wrote it? Or also, you know what I mean? why like, is it illegal for to me do? to write something fake and put it up on, why is it illegal? No, it shouldn't be illegal. It shouldn't be illegal. Unless, well, if you're slandering people, but then they could, we have, yeah, the then court they should see you for, for slander. Yeah. We yeah. have the court system for that. I agree, dude. I don't think that that's Facebook's job to be the arbiter of uh, of decency. It's this new world. Like, it seems like it's a new world. They don't know how to police like um, opinions here. Like, the, like we were talking about the relationship <laughs> with like the New York Times. Yeah, so they have that edge where, but you can't control. They can't control it. There's so pros and to, cons of that, but I I don't really. So then, who determines like what's fake news and what's real news? You know what I mean? Because that's a judgment call. All right, I'm going to read this. This was from uh, Edward Snowden. I read this this week. I thought it was really interesting and on topic. Um, the whistleblower further argued that the best way to defeat terrorist ideologies is to allow them to get a full public airing. The way to discredit terrorist ideas is not by censoring them from public spaces. These ideas are not attractive. These ideas grow best in the dark. Drag it out onto the stage of the world. Show people why it is wrong and why we can do better. And, and he's, he's not even talking about fake news. He's talking about, like, let fucking ISIS state their opinion, and we'll all shame them for being fucking stupid. Whereas I agree. If they stand in a corner, you take the KKK, they stand in a corner, the 10 people who agree with each other stand in their corner and agree with each other, then that's a movement that can grow. They got to go on Facebook, and everyone's like, hey, you're a bunch of fucking idiots. 
They'll get slammed. The market will decide what is stupid. There's a reason why Wikipedia is basically like just a usable resource at this time. It's a great resource. for hit. Like, I, I don't know if still in college, when I was in college, you weren't allowed to like quote from Wikipedia. I think it just made doing research too easy. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, college is supposed to be miserable. You can't just use that incredible You gotta go to the library resource. and figure out the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not, okay. Um, next news story. Huma Abdeen invited Anthony Weiner back into her home. Now, yeah. Anthony, Weir, he was on he, he was on trial last week for this incident, had to register as a sex offender. Okay. This has to be the first time registering as a sex offender has saved a marriage. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you registered just for me, honey? He had to register, right? How would you think it was? He'd he was out. sending pictures to like a 15-year-old girl, 14-year-old girl. Something like that. Yeah. I bet Huma was like looking at the pictures that were in the court case. She's like, hey, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I... Man, that guy's got like a very serious illness, and uh, I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm very against the fact that he was saying it to a 14 or 15 year old girl, like underage right. person. I think that's that's the only crime he really committed in my mind. Yeah, the well, other stuff is like just I mean, being an idiot. He's being an idiot, but I just hate that he got in like. He lost his whole job because he said, well, part why do we give a shit what well, politicians you, send nudes to and who they fuck? Who cares? Right. We've lost out on probably so many good candidates because of that dumb criteria. I agree with you also. It's like, if you can get the job done well, I don't care who you fuck in your free time. I don't care how bad of a husband you are. Yeah, me and you are very into this concept of I've been your private like, life I don't and your weekend. I like don't the, care. I yeah, care. If you're somehow it, catching me in a very... Uh, mood where I'm very far on that way. No, I'm into and if you're in the office nine to five, like dude, if there's some guy someone, who cheats on his wife so much, but he could be the best president our country has ever seen, I'm for it. I'm all for it. And also like I'm not telling you I go cheat build, on your wife. I, you know what? I don't I'm against it, dude. I don't cheat when I'm when but here's I'm the thing. monogamous, we I all, don't cheat at all. We all have limited skills. So chances are the guy who would be the best president is gonna be the dude who cheats on his wife. You can't be good at everything. <laughs> yeah. You can't be good at your marriage and be good at president. <laughs> and also have you ever like not I I don't want my president thinking about sex. Okay, I yeah. want him in the off because I, 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 I'm a man. So you like, want him to feel like and he's I a think fucking women, boss. Women also look, I don't like the, women are thinking about how can I get a guy. Like they want to have sex. Like I don't want people thinking about how they're gonna have sex. I get that. You, there's like that's such, I, what keeps me from writing jokes. Thinking about when I'm gonna have right. sex. If you're, the, but if I'm just if I have sex, then I can write jokes. Also, it's like the way of the world. Like think of kings in earlier centuries. You're the guy who's fucking on top. You want this guy to feel like he's the fucking man. Or woman, right? You want? I want like. Do you really want a wife who's cutting your president down? You know, you like even let's say Hillary was a president. Get a room full of fucking studs that bang her out, so she feels like I am the fucking chick. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I feel a little bad for Wiener because I feel like if my name was Wiener and I had a big dick, I think I was supposed to show people. Yeah, you would assume that was. Yeah, yeah, like this is my destiny. (laughs) Yeah, his only crime to me is that he doesn't know how Twitter works. It's just a shame. I, I don't know much about and I've I've heard that documentary is like fantastic. I have to see it. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I mean like, you know man, I mean, that's between him and his wife. I think there was like I wish I could remember the candidate, but I think it was like 1988 there was election and we missed out on what I think would have been like a great presidential candidate because he he cheated on his wife a lot. Oh, I and that was that kind story. of and that was kind of like a huge argument back then. A lot of the journalists were like, is this our is this our role? Are we supposed to I remember are we supposed they to just put out a book about things? that, right? Uh, it's called What It Takes. 
Um, right. And it's one of the. It's actually. Did you like, read that book? Yeah, it's. One I of remember the best, reading like it's the, one of the best books I've ever read. I gotta read that. It's I remember enormous. reading the book description about that. No, because eight hundred fifty pages is like really? a super fast read. Because uh, you're from Yale, that would That's take not, that would take me a year. That wouldn't take you a year. It's um, a, my point is it's really fun. The whole time it's fun. It's never a slog. No, Dude, the wait, second a book gets boring, that's when you throw it in a trash can. Yeah. There's no reason to grunt through books. To grunt through. No, I, that was the interesting part was that it, it showed like the shift in the way we treated politics. Yep. Because prior to that, it was more the intellectual thought. Yep. It wasn't, they didn't care about the character. Yeah. And then it shifted to what we have now. Dude, which character is, a, is important. And I, I, that was one thing I haven't quite wrap my head around it is like it shows like perhaps poor judgment because you know that this is the thing that's frowned upon and yet you still do it right so that's like an argument against what i just am kind of advocating for but i just kind of live i kind of wish we just lived in a world that was like less you know puritanical where people couldn't really just be them they're like more true selves and assuming that they then will come upon like good judgment but instead they're having to like hide in shadows but back to what we were saying before you only have so much skills I think I have great character, and I'd make a terrible president. I'm a pretty lazy guy. You know what I mean? All right, we got to get moving. My, 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 my computer is going to die on us. All right. <laughs> Terrorists. Yeah, man, it's just like the creating – we're talking about like before the podcast, but just like I think like black markets are just the most dangerous thing in the world. It just gives power to like shady individuals. But as soon as like things are brought to light, like, like right. Snowden said, then you can like – Everyone can see them and realize how poor of an idea something is. Like, I'll probably someday realize how poor of an idea, like Trying being to do a comedy nine to was. five. <laughs> well, I've already realized that, but yeah. nine to five and then hiding the racism till after you punch out. <laughs> yeah, because then it pence up. You got to. <laughs> I think it's okay. such a bad. I don't know, man. I, so it's that next thing I want flights. You can't take a laptop on planes anymore. What? That's it. International flights. Laptops Bring are banned. You, you can check them? Maybe you can check them, but you can't like take them on board. Why? Because ISIS some dickhead like hit a bomb in one. God damn it! Will they stop hiding bombs and things I need? But here's what I'm thinking: they're gonna be like soon. People aren't gonna be allowed on flights because you could put a bomb in one's butt. <laughs> I'm thinking at this point they might not even care about blowing up planes. They're just trying to make it so aggravating. <laughs> Like they've won, you know, they've just become more clever where it's like, it's awful. Like, let's not even murder anyone. Let's just make life really annoying. They're just like doing anal searches soon. Like every straight man, just because they don't want to (laughs) like wrestle with the fact that they might like butt stuff. Aren't taking flights anymore. I I only take trains. I only take trains. I'm on boats (laughs) to get. (laughs) It's like their next plan will be just like. Babies that are tired on planes. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. If there was an airline, no security whatsoever. Zero security. You show up right when that plane's going to take off. It's cheaper because they don't have to deal with TSA. Like? Any of that bullshit, would you take that because it's more convenient and cheaper? Or would you feel like, ah, I don't feel safe here. There's no security. Yeah, man. Based off of my opinion so far, uh, 40 minutes in or whatever we've done, I feel like I have to be like, I'm getting on that plane. Getting- I feel like, firstly, <laughs> I'm taking the no security plane. Secondly, I bet terrorists don't even target it because they're like, those are cool people. <laughs> That's great. I'm not going to kill the chill one. Let's go after all these anal fucks. Also, on that one, I'm getting on that one, but they're like, I'm bringing a bat. <laughs> I'm bringing like a bat, like the, I'm bringing Lucille from Walking Dead. 
Because they're not checking, so that's my carry-on. It's just a bat with spikes at the end. So if shit's going down, they know right. I'm ready. Oh, it's like the entire plane you know, the whole people plane that are armed to be, a teeth. All the people are just people who are First and Second <laughs> Amendment people. A, a are dude showing have... up like dressed like a knight. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole lance. Chain link armor. I'm just sitting there with a whole lance. <laughs> You're taking up the entire aisle The guy next to me has like a, like a full assault rifle. <laughs> I'm getting on that plane. Death Airlines. You're right. I'm on that one. All right. Washington Post. Oh, so there was all this story about Trump at um, the NATO conference that he pushed this guy out of the way. I was thinking, how great would it be if he had shoved the wrong guy and he just turned around, punched him in the face, and we had World War III? Because <laughs> there's no security there. He literally, firstly, it was overstated as a pudge, as a, as a, a like, a, he didn't shove the guy. It was like an advanced line cutting technique. It was a little, you know, the... This is what I think the news gets wrong is when they blow moments like that. You mean it wasn't a big abortion. deal? Because, like, I mean, you're going to really, you're going to hit us every day with, like, legitimately bad Trump stuff. And then you're going to throw out this, right. like, him shoving someone a little bit type of. And this wasn't, like, the body slam guy. I mean, is he a douche? Absolutely. But. You ruin your own image. It's it just, like, you can't, like, it's just a Trump fatigue. And in fact, right. the Trump, the whole Trump party is probably, like thrilled they'll be like oh my god they're focused Dude, on they're this upset about some dumb bullshit we're doing this is what we want trump trump go hang go dangle a baby yeah. outside the top they're telling of the him, go, hey go do fast. dumb shit hey while you're out there just do some dumb shit so that it's like yeah so then like, you pay attention to that it's a smoke it's like screen, a magician and then we yeah slip in you're dangling the, the handkerchief trick. over here yeah that's that's interesting I, I, and like it's fatigue. dude i quit paying attention to trump news because it's ago. just all it's nonsense too it's too much it started affecting my mood and right. like it's like all I'm talking about with people and I'm like I don't want my whole life to be built around Donald Trump and you know how many people's person dude I've gone on dates with girls the whole day and that's all they're talking has about has been like some girl bashing Trump and it's like I'm not even remotely hard anymore <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined this yeah so um the, so the odder thing to me was after he shoved the guy, he buttons his jacket like he just solved peace in the Middle East. He That's looks great. like, and I can't tell if he feels like he's accomplished or he realized he, he, like his brain works reactively where he just realized he's doing, he did something weird. So it's almost like when your yeah. friend waves, to, you think your friend's waving to you and then you try and pretend like you're combing your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think that moment was? I think he's a fucking weirdo. I think he acts first and then he's like, oh shit, what did I just I, do? Yeah, I think he is like kind of like a... Like a golden retriever, like he's in the moment, but he's not really thinking beyond he's that. He's scattered brain. So there was also that footage of him singing the national anthem, oh which you thought was highly inappropriate because I thought it was like a dude who was enjoying the national anthem. But well, you he's not at like, a baseball game. Yeah, but that's, if you're at a baseball game, you're sing so along. Tra- you're so trained. He's at for the that. Arlington Cemetery, dude. You mean it's just too weird? He's I at Arlington Cemetery on Memorial Day. It seemed this to is me commemorating yeah. the death of of soldiers who have fought for our freedom and liberty. Right, like that's a solemn. So to me, anthem. this is the that's same like scatterbrain park. This is the same scatterbrain thing. Know. You watch the footage, and you almost see him like realizing he's acting weird, and then he's like, "Am I am I committed right now? Do I have you got to commit? You got to go one direction. I, th- or the I other, think though. I think I'm committed. I better sing the whole song now." <laughs> he, he was just swaying. He was like acting like a toddler, the way like four year olds. Yeah, that was the headline. Like, they're just like bored with the fact that they have to listen to the national anthem. So here's what was funniest to me about the whole NATO shenanigans. You have all this uproar of he's weakening NATO, the Russians are coming for us, and that's why they're aligned is because him weakening NATO allows... But at the same time, you guys are upset that he's increasing our military spending. Like, if you're all afraid about big, bad Russia, then you must be thrilled that we're increasing the military spending. 
Right. They don't even have a straight narrative here. Well, isn't the problem with NATO the fact that like we've created all these trip wires? Like if if uh, if Russia does this, we're gonna do that, and then they did do this, and then we didn't do that. Uh, what with taking Crimea? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't know enough about. So that. like, I just think like NATO is very poorly structured, and is almost like we perhaps overextended NATO's reach in right. a lot of countries. Well, I know. So it's created like really dangerous. I know almost nothing about history. But I remember <laughs> what I remember hey, of Welcome. World War One. Who does know a lot about? It. It's but so hard remember, to know everything. What I remember of World War One was wasn't that the whole thing that too many countries got into treaties? Like two people got into a dumb fight and everyone got sucked in. Everyone, this feels like the same bullshit. Yeah, they had like backed like I mean without I'd have to like I don't know the specifics of the relationship, but they're all like yeah they had like countries were allied with countries who were then enemies with other countries. Right. That, it was, so it was like all these sordid, complicated so, relationships. That you couldn't other, even tell who was on which side. Yeah. Ridiculous. Here's the other thing. I feel like his strategy is working because since he pulled out of NATO and since he pulled out of the um, global warming thing, other countries are picking up the slack. And like if the next guy comes around and he's more receptive to these programs, so Wait. America will just hop back into it. Wait, so you're kind of genius, actually. Yes. So you think he's being so awful that he's like... It's negotiating. Extreme, yes. He's like that extreme. To be like, look at how awful he is. The rest of us, we need to yes. counteract how awful he is. He's negotiating. He doesn't want America to keep swallowing up resources for all these global agendas. So he's going like, he, he's playing the shitty husband. Or I don't the know. The devil's what it is. advocate sort of no, thing. No, it's not the devil's advocate okay. where he's just going, like, the, the place is a mess and he's going, fuck it. I'm doing nothing to help you guys clean it up. I'm going to make this a bigger mess. So everyone goes, oh shit, we got to clean this place <laughs> up now. And then the next president's going to come along and he'll contribute to these things yeah, and he'll yeah, get yeah. right back on track yeah. and everyone will have done more. I'm telling you, that's what he's doing. Well, I think with the NATO thing, I do find that infuriating that we, I mean, it's that Team America World Police. Like, why is America the World yeah, Police? Uh, We've made ourselves World Police. I think it's and a waste of resources. So much of that. But it is super. I think it is like a, a massive frustration that all these country, other countries get to have like no military or minimal military spending, and then meanwhile, and because they know, because they know and that we got any, their back. If there's any bad guys, America's gonna show up, and I do find that really annoying. And we've also made right. ourselves that, so it's not just on them. You mean because we? Well, J- Japan, like literally, you know, we've had that arrangement with them of we'll be your army. Yeah, it's it's really so we're just gonna like let American lives die and then also we're gonna have like massive military spending yeah and uh, the other it. countries get to like be like we're just gonna give everyone free health care and we're gonna have fantastic education and meanwhile we're like you know we'll just if anything goes if there's like a group of bad guys we'll just let our kids die right and i think that's and we again i'm we've done that to ourselves too but all right and we also like being that a little bit but still dude I, yeah, man. Oh, man. So on this. This is like the heaviest podcast. I've just been like opining on things I know very little <laughs> no, about. No, no, you're killing it. And I would just love... I mean, well, you're you're looking gonna, forward I to feel listening like I'm to this back. Everything I've said so far eventually. <laughs> you care about people. Uh, Angela Merkel says, Germany can no longer rely on Donald Trump's America. We Europeans must take our destiny into our own hands. Yeah, you should. Exactly. Why were you doing that? You weren't doing what that? What the fuck were you doing? What the fuck were Best you doing? 20 years. Yeah, but then I realized, I read the whole quote, we Europeans truly have to take our fate into our own hands and fight for our own destiny. Which sounds good, but it's a little scary coming from Germany. <laughs> you know We've what I mean? Two like, world wars under the belt. One yeah, exactly. third. It seems good, and then like I, I realized, like this is the group of people we want relying on us. Like telling them we still love BMWs might be the equivalent of being to Hitler. Like that's a great painting of a dog. <laughs> you guys are killing it. 
All right. I think that's enough on the NATO talk. Um, <laughs> of the NATO talk from, like, obviously two experts on NATO. And uh, now my computer just shut down. Um, that's all right. We didn't have that many more topics, and we're going way over on time. How are you doing? You comfortable? I'm great, dude. I'm okay. having a good time. Whatever you... I mean, hey, that's what's nice about a podcast. It's not cut into, like, a 14, 15-minute block, like, on TV or something. Right. Okay. So, the next topic was Spicer. He didn't get to meet the Pope. Dude, I'm going to be honest. I haven't even looked at Spicer. What do you mean? You you don't I even know, know who he, he is, like. right? Any of the spice, like I watched that. What is it? The McCarthy, the comedian McCarthy, like her imitation of him. That is my knowledge of Spice. Oh, okay, you never he, watched like, him at a words. single press conference, watch, dude. I don't watch the news anymore. I not I quit because it's just like it doesn't make me funnier. It takes away. I've got so many things I need to do. I'm I'm starting to feel the same way, but dude, the way. I can't keep up with it. Uh, I spend a lot of time reading the news I was every day. About, like the protests, I'm like, man, I'm so glad all these people are fired up. Why? Because you're like you're wasting your time, it. and I don't have to. No, not because they're wasting. I don't it. think they're wasting their time. I think I'd be wasting my time. I'm glad they're doing it. They're doing that work. I'm the Europe. They're America. I'm Europe. I'm just freeloading on America with that one. You mean because oh they're out they're protesting? They're doing all the hard work. So why do I have to go out yeah, and protest? I can chill. The, hey, you know what? There's fifty thousand you of women going there and like, advocating yeah, for yeah, women's sexual rights. Yeah, so I'm cool. I don't to go. Oh, that's so funny. It's like, I don't need to watch the news and be outraged about army. this. I'm not going to get my army going. America's I get it. got an army. There's enough people yeah. that are outraged about this. Yeah. I don't have to get I'm gonna outraged. Norway. I'm going to be Norway. And I complete, I love your opinions. I agree with all of them. Yes. Get abortions. Get some birth control. So Spicer. Stop rapes. <laughs> all of, it's so funny that those are like crazy political things oh, to say don't, now don't in certain areas. Stop rapes. Yeah. All what the, area is pro-rape? Like pro being like, yeah. I'm <laughs> All right. So Spicer didn't get to meet the Pope. Now Spicer. mad about it? Yeah. He was like thrilled to get to meet the Pope. He's like a good Christian. This was like his dream come Christian true. Or Catholic? I get to fucking meet the Pope. Catholic. I, I forget. I forgot there's a difference. I'm a Jew. Well, Chris. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah the, I'm sorry. Dude, that's pretty gross. If I'd known you were a Jew before. <laughs> you yeah, never would have agreed to this. Um, so I'm thinking that the reason he didn't bring him is if you're a good Christian and you're meeting the Pope, maybe you'll have like a sudden feeling of conscience, get on the news and be like, <laughs> Trump is going to kill us. <laughs> They're like, plan. He just keeps asking for mayonnaise. That guy's got no plan at all. <laughs> Colluding with the Russia. He doesn't fucking know where Russia is, guys. That's so funny. All right. Dude, uh, meeting the Pope, that's got to be such an overrated experience. Meeting the Pope? I went to, I've been to the Vatican. I can't believe he's that... Fun. You, you, I, I, I don't, Actually, this new pope I think is a pretty chill bro relative to the other popes. I think I think that's the church trying to remarket itself. Ratzinger. That guy just had a really awful face. And, and that, that was the last pope. That was the previous. You think pope that's why looked, he got fired? Uh, he quit, but I think he I think he just didn't want to do it. He looked like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, he just had that like awful. awful. I'm sure a million jokes were done about this, but it's it's hilarious to be God's representation on Earth and be like. I can't. I, I quit. like. What does that mean? How do you quit that? Like, that's not a job <laughs> you can quit. I think he also was losing his mind, and it's exhausting. And he also followed like Pope John Paul II, who had like this like lovable grandpa vibe. Who, you like, think it was just that he was too ugly to be the he pope? Was so ugly, he couldn't be the pope. <laughs> he was so ugly. God's representation wouldn't look like that. Crazier than all of the other popes prior to him. He was just uglier. Yeah, and also like the way that like the Catholic Church works is like they're not supposed to respond to day to day. Yeah. Social movements. They're like. They're supposed to move at a glacial pace, and that's why it's the Catholic Church. Right. Which, but, and so he was just kind of like whatever the previous 
uh, administration or papacy he was an, had he said. He was an ugly fucking was, pope. Yeah, Pope John Paul II didn't like gay guys either. But Pope John Paul II looked like he gave a good hug. So everyone was fine with it. But that Ratzinger looked like Palpatine. And now this right. new pope, this new I pope think, is kind of flying off the cuff a little bit with his opinions. I think I said he's right. a great dude. No, I think it's, I think it's a marketing strategy where now they're trying to just hop on global warming and like yeah. humanitarian issues because yeah. the whole church thing is kind of outdated. Yeah, so they're I trying mean, nobody, to they're trying to just grab like the oh let's feed the poor let's feed the hungry like yeah that's what the church you stands know what their for. problem is is their problem is that church is really boring. Right, they need instead of making it what it is. Like gotta update those hymns. Painful hour, hour and a half. Right. They need to make it like just Vin Diesel, The Rock, <laughs> Fast and the Furious every right. Sunday. We're gonna have a screening. Some of those people are supposedly Christians, like The Rock and um, and Mark Wahlberg. Dude, I think there's something. I do think there's something about the power of like Christ in your heart. Of, I do think there is something about. You like, think that's why they're no, successful? There's so many athletes. I just think it's like a focus thing and denying like aspects of yourself allows you to focus oh having discipline and achieve. Yeah, it's no, a I discipline. And I get so that. That, that religion. Uh, so many MMA fighters believe in God, and of course they do because they're going to get their face right. Rocked in. No, what I do understand about that, I think, uh, like, um, religion can be the enemy of compulsive behavior. Yeah. And so much of life and values of what we see is just yeah. consumer economy, feel good, feel good, feel good. Yeah. So I do see how religious values could allow you to be more successful because um, it's like discipline, and you got and you're going to be like, well, my Sunday's going to be shot with that really boring. Thing I gotta do from eight a.m. <laughs> until two p.m. All right, so we got we got two more things here. So first is Spicer appears to be getting the boot. So the president, yeah, yeah I think he's gonna get the boot. Um, Trump's being so successful, he wants to take direct phone calls now. He just wants to do everything on his own. The reason why he's not being successful is all these other people around him getting in his way. But here's what he said. I thought this was so ridiculous. Or th- this was an article about it. The president has celebrated Mr. Spicer as the reason for strong TV ratings. Ratings. For the White House's afternoon news briefings, but has criticized his appearance and struggled to succinctly explain the administration's positions. Why does he care about TV ratings? That's really funny. It's like he's still going to go back to NBC like, did you see my ratings as president? No one else would have hired that buffoon Spicer. That was all me. I, I, I still got it, baby. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Here's the last topic I got, and then we're, we're going to wrap up. We've had a theme in this show. I think the way we fix the country is just return more powers to the state. Um, I think that Shit, dude, I haven't even thought about like states' rights versus uh federal rights. Federal rights. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm I've, into I'm it. I'm a. I'm very. Uh, I mean, I'm green on many of these topics, and right. that's never stopped me. But <laughs> plowhead. No, no. In short, the reason why I think it's a fix is at the the more. I think the more localized government is, the more it is forced to work in its citizens' interests. And the reason that I think that is because at the end of the day, you want tax dollars. You need people to live there. You have to create opportunities for them. Yeah. So the more that we allow states to kind of experiment on different ideas of how to govern, we can have a free market for government where all of a sudden we realize, oh, Texas is doing this really effectively. And then all the other states have yeah. to replicate what they're doing in order to attract people to living in those areas. Right. I think that is a possibility. Um, I mean, that would be it. I'm curious because I do know that like North Carolina has been absolutely slaughtered by the uh, by their uh, like the transsexual bathroom laws they passed. Oh, yeah. Has you mean the people have left the state? It has legitimately affected their economy and has legitimately hurt. You see, state. so the, the market will actually and, punish like. Right. But now imagine if that was a federal decision. So every state was the same. So you had no reason to move to a different state. 
So there is a way to force government to kind of represent our values. That, that's good yeah. evidence of that. So here was an article I read that I think does also, also showcase this idea. You're, so yeah. you're, but that's also difficult because you're assuming that people will do any research about anything and will have any understanding of a broader world. And so many people are just like hamsters in a cage and they can't like no, see I think, outside of that. Like how many right. people from your hometown just stay in your hometown? No, I get that, but yeah. I, I think if you had, for example, you're living in Nebraska and you can't get health care and you can't get education, but the neighboring state, what's next in Nebraska? Tennessee? I have no idea. Tennessee? I have no idea. I don't know you, geography. You can use some education. I literally don't know Kansas, geography. Kansas, dude. Kansas. Thank South you. Oh, that's, that's where you're from. If I actually thought about it, I could probably visualize it, but off the top of my head, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that smart. So anyways, so you're looking at Kansas. Kansas has its shit together. Yeah. So what's going to happen? People from Nebraska are going to go, fuck this. I got kids. I'm going to move to Kansas. They can get a good education. I'm not going to live in Nebraska. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Nebraska, they're like, fuck, we got to figure out how to fix our education system. We're losing people. We don't. Yeah. You can force them to act like a business. You can. So anyways, um, I'm taking this off because it's falling off. Uh, so the article was um, it was out of the journal. It was called Mar- Maryland Law Goes After High Drug Prices. And so in Maryland, they're basically trying to pass a law when it comes to generic drugs. If like a company tries to like throw the profits up to like a million dollars a pill, you got to pay a million dollars sure. a pill. State will go, hey, you can't do that anymore. So what I would what I was thinking is interesting is that um, with absent of the federal government, it's probably harder to really corrupt government because you'd have to corrupt every single state. So, like, for for example, like, if you're... But you could really control local politics much easier than... No, what I'm saying is it's going to be harder to buy everybody. So, like, for example, okay. when they passed healthcare reform, I think one of the biggest mistakes they made was, I think, the drug lobby got their hands in it, and uh-huh. they didn't... They capped... Basically, that they didn't set standards for how high drug prices can be. The issue to me is if you create more people who can afford health care, so what's going to happen if you don't control costs also? You're just going to drive up costs. You're increasing demand. Yeah. You're not going to make anything cheaper by increasing demand. But So now let's just imagine that we got 50 states. You got one state, and I'm not, I don't like the state even stepping in and controlling markets, but let's, theoretical example, you got one state like Maryland comes in and they pass a law um, you can't charge more than X price for a pill. People in other states are going to wonder, well, why can you charge more in my state? And then they'll start to realize, oh, you mean my guy was bribed and your guy wasn't bribed? So, like, on the federal level, you just or have to bribe one guy. very easy. I think it makes it harder because you just need one or two holdouts to realize, oh, there was bribery involved. Whereas when it's on the federal level, yeah. you just need a couple people, and then it's like, that's just the standard. We've been going well, too long and I'm hungry. That, I feel like I'm not really explaining this that no, well. No, I understand what you're saying. I'm, yeah. But I'm, I think you'd be shocked at how little amount of money you'd have to give to a local To a local guy versus the federal order, guy? Or even the federal guy. I mean, the amount of money, there's limits on what you can donate to someone. I mean, I think you can give like whatever you want to Super PACs. But right. directly to their campaign, it's like, not. I, I should know the number, but it's like tens of thousands of dollars to like, if you're like a full like company, like 50 to $100,000. It's like that, which is nothing. Like the I'm return? too hungry to defend my theory. You what? I'm said I'm too hungry to defend my theory. <laughs> That's the problem with doing podcasts more than an hour and a half. I'm just sorry, go blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, but I'm, I I think that you. My podcast need a snack break. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like ten, like ten or twenty grand, to like a local politician is like it might massive. be enough to do it. But but so then the, think about how many local politicians you'd have to go after. 
What I'm saying is you just yeah, need, you yeah. would just but need you one or two. To... You would just need one or two moral holdouts. I, I don't know if the example I said was the best, but I think you just need one or two moral holdouts for everyone to realize. Like, wait a second, why do they have it different in that area? Moral holdouts, though, man. You don't think at all. You think I every think single very, politician has a price; they'll think, be bribed. I think there, I think there's like a. Uh, You're even more libertarian than I am. I mean, I yeah. I don't know if they're full. I just think that like somebody's. The way that they operate is they're not bribed, but they are. Okay. Across the board, pretty much. I don't know. Who, who, is, it, who is it? I don't know. I think they just want to be in well, power. Didn't, they, so just, just didn't give, they just like yeah. allow every single company to just sell all of our data in any way they want? Yeah. And we don't even get a penny of that. Yeah. I don't get a penny. No, no. It was worse than that. They only allowed some company. I forgot what it was. I, I got to take a piss. Yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> but I just wanted to, to talk to nobody. Yeah, no, no, I think we're going to call no, it. Any, uh, yeah. What do you got to plug? We got 50 listeners. They'll All check right. out your yeah, shit if they made it this far. listeners, man. It's going to be great. Um, I like to, yeah, Go check out my sketches online, The Rabel oh, Brothers great. on YouTube. Dude, the, the one to watch that I saw that was hilarious is the one with the cop. Oh, accident. the investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one was great. That. I'm proud of all of them. I liked, uh, one, I really I liked the, 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 the flea. The flea's a funny character. The flea? Oh, yeah. yeah um, you t- you're talking about the lacrosse one. Dude, my ass got sweaty from that fucking chair. I do not have to sit down for that long. All right. Jordan Raybold, what's your Twitter? At uh, Jordan Raybold on Twitter. At J Raybold, J-A-Y Raybold Yeah, you can Instagram. hear more racist comments, not just on this podcast. Hey, man, I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm just saying that as an idea, in principle, someone should not sh- could be able to be one. All right. Very good. Thanks for hanging out. Later, dudes.